Today's episode is an introduction to this podcast and to me, and I hope it brings you the perfect amount. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Perfect Amount podcast. I am your host, Ariana Mount, and woo, let me just say, I have had a uh, two, two and a half cups of coffee, and I woke up like an hour ago, so I am feeling it right now, and if I'm talking a mile a minute, that's probably why. Uh, That and the fact that I'm actually sitting down and recording this first episode of this podcast. I'm so excited. This has really been a long time coming, and I guess just the... It's weird because I'm a perfectionist in some aspects of my life, and then some aspects of my life I could like care less, but when it comes to like work and doing things like this, I always want to make sure everything that I do is kind of my best, my best work, putting my best work forward. And so there's been a lot of prep, a lot of planning, a lot of figuring out how I want this podcast to look and sound. And the time has finally come for me to hit publish. And I have all my ducks in a row, at least I think I do. I'm sure some things will change. But yeah, I'm really excited to be doing this podcast. So if you didn't know, I had a podcast before this one about a year ago. We started it up, me and my friend Jenny. And it was called Hashtag Relatable. And it was very like college-y, like two girls in college, just like sit sitting down, like chit-chatting. And it was a lot of fun. Um, but then we graduated in May and kind of just like stopped it. And so... I loved podcasting, though, because obviously I love talking, and so um, I kind of wanted to restart one, and I'm just in a whole new chapter of my life now from my old college days, you know, back in the day a few months ago, (laughs) and so I just thought this would be the perfect opportunity to restart a podcast. Um, The perfect amount is going to be me by myself hosting, but I'm going to try and incorporate guests. I'm going to get into everything that I have planned for this podcast later in the episode, but first, let me introduce myself to you. So, my name is Ariana Mount, like I said in the beginning of this episode, and so if you don't know me, let me give you um, some bullet points, you know, just a little about me. I feel like it's the first day of school and I'm like introducing myself to the class, which I always hated because... They'd always make you say a fun fact about yourself, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, it was just, ugh, the worst. So, uh, I don't think I'll be doing any fun facts, but let me give you the basics. So, I am from Columbia, South Carolina, born and raised. Um, oh my gosh, why did I just want to start singing Fresh Prince of Bel-Air just now? Okay, (laughs) this coffee is really getting to me, woo! Um, So yeah, from Columbia, South Carolina, I graduated from the University of South Carolina this past May, May of 2019, uh, with a degree in broadcast journalism and a minor in retailing. And so um, I kind of, in college, was always knew that I was interested in news and journalism. Um, I really loved the aspect of going out and talking to people and meeting people and hearing their stories and learning about just different things every day and not having a normal nine to five sit down at a computer desk job. That was something that really drew me into the industry. And so I kind of, my whole time in college was kind of split between do I want to go into news and do that whole thing or do I want to do something a little bit more creative and go into something with fashion. I love fashion, which is why my minor was retailing um, and kind of just do something. I honestly, I told people probably like sophomore year to the beginning of my senior year that I was moving to New York after I graduated and I was going to do like 
some type of like creative video services for a fashion company in New York. Like that was what I wanted to do. And then um, my last semester of my senior year of college, uh, we had this program where it's like upper division. It's called senior semester. And you're in the newsroom inside the journalism school nine to five, Monday through Friday. So it's like you are having a real job at a news station and you kind of get to try out all the different roles in the newsroom. So reporter, anchor, producer, director, photographer, like all of the things and kind of figure out what you want to do. And then it kind of just gives you kind of a taste. And then it really helped me figure out that, okay, I'm interested in local news. I'm passionate about it. That's what I want to do. And so from there, I now am living in Savannah, Georgia, and I am a TV news reporter. So exciting. Um, So I'm about three months into the job right now. I started the week of Halloween, actually. And I um, love it, honestly. I was like trying to think of a more creative way to say that, but it's so much fun. This job is really unlike any other job that I think if you're not in the industry, I don't think you understand like how much goes into it, how much behind the scenes you don't see because, I mean, just to give you a simple example, I work, you know, eight hours a day, I'm working on this story and that doesn't even include the stuff that I have to do before the day starts to kind of come up with a story idea, get my interviews in line, whatever I need to do before, do my research. Um, And, you know, you end up seeing what, like a minute and a half on TV later that night. So it's just crazy how much work you have to do to kind of be able to produce that. And so that's one of the things that I want for this podcast to be is kind of just give you kind of an inside look into the, I guess, non-glamorous parts of this job because, I don't know, I think it's pretty interesting. Maybe that's just because I live it, but I think it's funny. Like, I tell some of my friends and family just kind of some stories of my day-to-day life as a TV news reporter, and they're like, whoa, like, you would never know that if you, like, I'd never know if I didn't know, you know? So... That's going to be one of the things about this podcast. But yeah, I am a TV news reporter right now, and it's so much fun. Every day is different, and I learn something new every day, honestly. You may be wondering, okay, so you graduated in May, and you didn't start till October. Like, what the heck were you doing, sis? Like, that was kind of you had all summer. So I actually worked. I moved a week after I graduated up to Martha's Vineyard, which is right outside of Boston. It's an island. And I worked up there. Um with my friend Jenny, who I did the Hashtag Relatable podcast with. She'd been working up there the past three summers, and we had, like, a private hospitality job, and literally, like, I couldn't have asked for a better summer. I'm planning on doing a whole episode about my experience in Martha's Vineyard for the summer. I was there from, like, the middle to end of May-ish through the end of September. So I had a good while up there, and it was just, like, the best summer of my life, honestly. Like, that sounds dramatic, but it's true. So, yeah, I'll do a whole a whole episode on that because some of my friends and family are still like, yeah, we don't know what you did up there. Like, what were you doing? And I have a lot of cool stories from, from the island as well. So that's a little bit about me. Um, let me think. What else? I have three sisters, two dogs back home, mom and dad. Um, I'm 22 years old. So one of the reasons that I wanted to start this podcast is because I love being creative. Like I love having a creative outlet and I kind of always have. I did blogging in the past, fashion slash lifestyle blogging, where I would like share my outfits and talk about like college stuff, organization tips, you know, that whole sort of thing. And I stopped that, but I've like always just wanted to have something because 
I don't know. I just get too many ideas like stored up in my head. I need some kind of way to like let them all out. You know what I mean? And so the podcast kind of just made sense when I started it last year. And like I said, I really missed it. And I don't know, I just have so many ideas and so many topics that I want to discuss. And I clearly love talking and you'd think that I would get sick of it from my job, but clearly I don't. So uh, here I am talking to anyone who will listen to me. (laughs) So for this podcast, kind of getting into what I have planned for it, I want it to be very real. I think that's the best word that I have to describe it. I want to be very real with you guys. Like I said, I kind of want to share some of my life of my job, kind of the things that go through it, because let me tell you, some really funny things happen to me with this job and just like the things people say, the things people like do around like cameras and like when they know you work for the news and some frustrating things happen too. like it's 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 not an easy job, honestly. So back to what I kind of want planned for this episode or for this podcast I also just want to be very real with you in the sense of I am post-grad. I am in my early 20s. I'm trying to figure out um, kind of how to live in the real world, (laughs) how to live in a new city. I moved here not knowing a single person. Um, I'm not that far from home, but I'm still two and a half hours. So it's not like I can just, you know, go a few minutes down the road and see my friends or whatever. So kind of trying to navigate that whole thing, navigating just the career world in general. It's so much different than anything I've ever done before. Figuring out um, budgets and how to how to spend my money wisely and how to save my money and, you know, all that stuff that you kind of have to figure out when you're in this stage of life. That's kind of something that I want to share with you as I figure it out and kind of share my journey with that. I want to talk about my favorite products of the moment um skincare makeup i've been getting into makeup so much more recently because i have to just wear more for tv so what kind of makeup works for me fashion like i said i love fashion fashion trends kind of talking about what's new and what i'm seeing right now with that because that's actually something that i kind of study a lot and do my research i kind of like nerd out on things like that um home decor like i just want this to be like a lifestyle podcast um pop culture is something that i'm super into So I hope this is just kind of like a podcast that's very easy to listen to and just kind of gives you, you know, just a little bit of happiness for your day. This is going to be a podcast that I put out once a week for right now, hopefully once a week. That's my goal. Kind of the name behind it, The Perfect Amount. I'm so happy with this name. It took me a while to kind of figure out, but it's so if you didn't understand, (laughs) it's a play on words with my name, Ariana Mount, like a mount. The perfect amount, but it's also one of the things that I want for this podcast as I sat down and brainstormed was, I mean, there's so much like negativity and hate and blah, 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 blah in the world, you know, like it's just, and I understand that, like I work for the news and we have to cover stuff like that. So because there's so much of that kind of stuff out in this world on the internet, just in life in general, I want this to be a space that gives you hopefully maybe some laughs like when I share something embarrassing that happened to me because I have plenty of those stories or maybe it just gives you some comfort you know as we talk about some kind of real life things or positivity whatever it is that you're kind of missing from your life that week that would make you a little bit more happy a little bit more whatever I want this podcast when you finish listening to it to just provide the perfect amount of whatever you're missing positivity hope comfort 
happiness. You know, like that sounds kind of like cheesy, but it's true. Like I just want to kind of fill that void of whatever you're missing from your life. And just hopefully my goal for this is just to leave you feeling a little bit happier after you listen to this podcast. And I know sometimes even when I listen to podcasts, when it's just one person talking the entire 30, 40 minutes, an hour, whatever it is, it can get kind of like, oh, okay, like it's the same person over and over. Like it's not as um, fun to listen to, I guess, sometimes as when there's two people and you can bounce off of each other and hear kind of two different voices. And I understand that. So my goal with that is number one, whenever these episodes are just me talking by myself like I am right now, hopefully I'm like at least a little entertaining so I can like keep your interest for like a half hour. That's my goal anyway. Um, But I also understand that and I want to try and bring in some guests too. Like when Jenny and I did our podcast together, we... I mean, I thought we were pretty entertaining to like listen to going back and forth. So I want to try and bring her in um, because she was really good. And she kind of has that podcast background as well since we did it together. And so she was super fun. And when we just sat down to podcast before, it was literally just like we were having our normal conversations. There was just a microphone in between us. And so it was like very real and it was really fun, I think. So I'm going to try and have her on if she wants to because If you did listen to our old podcast, we are both so incredibly different from our old hashtag relatable days in the sense that we are both like career women now in two completely different cities, like from each other and then like from where we were before because we were in Columbia. Now I'm in Savannah and she's in LA. She just started a job in LA. So she is just like super cool. And she has some really cool stories already. She just started at the first of this year and she is like killing it out there. So I'm so proud of her, and I think it'd be really cool to hear some, like, Hollywood stories, you know, because, I mean, I just love that kind of stuff, and she's just, like, a fascinating person. So, yeah, I want to have her on, Um, but then as I just kind of explore different topics, I want to kind of have people on that maybe can provide a different opinion than I can, a different insight, a different, like, wealth of knowledge, if they're an expert in that topic, whatever it may be, because one thing that I always try to think of is, You never learn anything by just surrounding yourself with people that have the same opinions as you. So, and that's something really cool about my job too, is that I meet people every day who are so different than me. And even if I don't agree with them, it kind of just broadens my understandings of how other people think, how other, how the world works, you know, outside of my brain. So having um, other people's perspectives and opinions and thoughts on this podcast I think would be super cool and super fascinating to listen to. So I'm going to try and bring in some guests as I deem it necessary since this is my podcast. I make up the rules. <laughs> I mean, that sounded creepy. Okay. Anyways, um, so yeah. And another thing is, you know, I'm not perfect. I mess up on my words. I stumble, which you think that I would probably be good at talking since I'm like paid. My job is like literally to speak in a like clear and normal, understand, easy to see. I'm doing it right now. Easy to to understand matter. But, you know, we're all human and we all make mistakes. And I kind of, I mean, I have an outline for this episode and for all my episodes, I'll kind of have an outline of what I want to talk about so I don't get sidetracked. But this podcast is going to be very kind of unfiltered, very just me. And so I'm not, if I stutter, I'm really not going to edit it out because I think that's, That's real. That's me. And now I sound like Camp Rock. This is real. This is me. This is exactly who I'm supposed to be. (laughs) So what I'm going to do, let me just break it down for you. 
I'm going to start off the podcast kind of introducing what I want this episode to be about. And then maybe I'll talk about my week, what I liked, what I didn't like. We called it um, the highs and lows of the week on the Hashtag Relatable podcast. I'll probably do something similar to that. And then I'll get into the topic of the episode. And then I'll kind of end with maybe if I have any like pop culture things I want to talk about um, or any just like current news in general that I want to talk about. And then I like to end on a quote to kind of just leave you with like a mic drop of like, boom, that's your inspiration. Like, see you next week. So that's kind of how the setup is going to be, just so you know, and it's easier for you to kind of follow along with. So now that I've kind of had the introduction to this episode, I, and to me, I kind of want to get into one of the main points of this episode, which is going to be New Year's resolutions. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, New Year's resolutions? This new year has kind of already taken off, honey. Like, what? But I disagree. I mean, it has taken off. But I don't think that you should just be limited to like the first couple days of the new year to kind of set your New Year's resolutions. Because for me, at least the way that I work, it's like, okay, I have lived in 2020 now for like almost a month. What am I liking? What am I disliking? What am I doing that I want to, looking back at this time next year, what do I want my life to look like and how can I, what can I do to make it look different? You know what I mean? What kind of changes do I want to see? And so I kind of take a few weeks into the new year to kind of figure that out. Maybe that's a little backwards. Maybe I should be doing that at the end of December, but that's kind of how I've always done it. And that kind of helps me stick to them because I just kind of, I don't know, I take my time kind of coming up with my New Year's resolutions. And so if you haven't made yours yet, another tip I'll give you is to not make too many. If you make a list of 10, you're just going to get overwhelmed and not want to do any of them. At least that's how I am. So make a list of like two or three or four, you know, it doesn't have to be a crazy amount of things. And then from that, also don't make them too too specific or too out of reach sometimes I mean it just all depends on how your brain works sometimes people are very numbers focused and having them super specific like I am gonna read 20 books this year I am gonna lose 10 pounds like whatever it is that's good for some people but for me it's not because I don't know just having a specific number it's just not not my thing I need it to be a little bit more like generic and that's how I've been able to kind of stick with my goals. So what I want to do is go over my New Year's resolutions from 2019. Um, We actually, I know I keep bringing up hashtag relatable, but we had our first episode for hashtag relatable was talking about our resolutions for 2019. And so I went back and listened to that and I had three. So I'm going to go through those, talk about if I did them or not, and then share with you my resolutions for 2020. So let's get into it. Okay, so last year, my first New Year's resolution, well, first, let me start by saying this. I had this really good point as I was listening back to it that I want to share with you again this year because, I mean, I was pretty wise in my youth one year ago today. So I said that New Year's resolutions have like a bad, the name New Year's resolutions has a bad connotation. Everyone makes fun of them. Like I saw a billboard the other day or like a marquee outside of a like restaurant, I think it was. And it was like, um, may your worries be as long as your New Year's resolutions, like making fun of people who like, you know, don't do their New Year's resolutions and they're like super short. And it kind of just bummed me out. I'm like, why do people hate on New Year's resolutions so badly? Um, 
And so one way, because they have such a bad connotation, one way last year that I said is a different way to look at it is to refer to them as New Year's intentions. And what I said listening back to that episode last year was when you set something as an intention, when you intend to do something, you are setting it at the forefront of your mind. You are making it a priority because you're intending to do it. Like that's what your focus is. That's what your priority is, is you're focusing yourself around it so that you can do it. So I just like that word so much better. Um, So I'm going to refer to these as New Year's intentions. And so with that in mind, just maybe if you make them somewhere that's like easily accessible to refer to them and to see them in your everyday life, that might make you intend to do them a little bit more. So whether that's having a note on your phone that you can easily refer to or putting a note on the front of your fridge even so you constantly are seeing it, whatever it is, making a vision board, whatever it is that you need to do so that you are constantly reminded of these intentions so that you can continue with them and accomplish something and become a better you for this new year. Um, That's just really important, I think, in achieving these goals. So my first one for 2019 was to try a new food. And let me tell you, I can say right away that I did that because flash forward or flashback to this time last year, I guess the main two things that are different about my palette right now is that I would not go anywhere near raw fish. And now one of my favorite foods ever are poke bowls. I also love like any kind of like sashimi, like raw sushi. Uh, This summer on the vineyard, I ate raw oysters. Um, I ate... Um, what's that called, like crudo and ceviche little appetizers, which are raw fish. So anything like that, like I ate a ton of that this summer and I love raw fish now. And I know like if you don't eat seafood, you are probably like so creeped out that I'm saying that, but it's so good. Trust me. Like, well, if you don't like seafood, then I wouldn't eat raw fish. But if you like seafood, but you're kind of like nervous, like I'm telling you, I wouldn't even eat, I would eat like the baby sushi that was just like avocado and crab you know like not even like the real good stuff and so now I can eat that and I'm just so proud of myself I feel so cultured and like mm, yeah my palate is just so you know I don't even know the word (laughs) but yeah that's one big thing and then another thing that comes to mind is I would not eat peppers and onions like I would eat fajitas, but that was, like, literally the only time. And, like, if the peppers were, like, too big, like, I liked them to be more, like, chopped up. But now I love peppers and onions. I've been cooking with them lately. I get them in my chipotle bowls, which I would never do. And they're just so good. I don't know how I didn't like them before. But I still won't eat both of those raw. Like, I just can't. But when they're cooked, they're so good. And I love cooking those because I eat a lot of vegetables. So those are, I guess... I would say I accomplished that goal number one. So check on that one. Tried a new food. Check. Tried multiple new foods and I love them now. Another one. Say yes more. This is my second resolution or intention for 2019. And I can say right away that that is something that I for sure accomplished. I just remember sitting down and writing these goals in the beginning of 2019. And I was kind of freaked out because I was going into my last semester of college and I was like, I have to grow up after this like this time next year which is now present day I am gonna be a real life adult I don't know what I'll be doing exactly but I am gonna be out in the real world I'm not gonna be 
in class every day. I'm not going to be like using, I'm not going to be able to use the excuse of like, oh yeah, I'm a student. I'm in college, like blah, 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 blah. No, like I'm going to be in the real world. And so I need to live it up while I can. And I, I mean, that kind of sounds like, oh yeah, like go party every day. Like, I don't mean that. I just meant like, I have to take advantage of the opportunities that college kind of presents me with while I still can. And so I definitely did that my last semester of school. It was a little bit easier for me to do that because with my programs and I was just like in the newsroom nine to five, like I mentioned earlier, um, that was that was my class. I didn't have tests or quizzes or anything. So it was easier. I didn't have to like study for exams and whatever. And so it was a little bit easier for me to kind of have some fun. Um, but also with that saying yes more, I just met so many new friends that last semester. I um, really took advantage of hanging out with my other like friends from throughout college, knowing that, you know, after this semester, we're all going to be spread out all over the country. And so we have to kind of enjoy it, soak up these moments we have together. This is like so depressing. If you're in college right now, you're probably like so depressed right now. Um, but then also saying yes to just opportunities outside of college. And so, I mean, one of the things that I struggled with this past spring was the decision of what I wanted to do after school. And I, when the job, when the opportunity for the job at Martha's Vineyard came up, I was so split down the middle, 50-50. What do I want to do? Because I saw my friends in my program applying for jobs in the spring and having their first job in the journalism world, their first career job already set up before they graduated and they were moving to all of these cool places. And I was kind of holding off on the application process because I was like, well, do I want to go to the vineyard and work for the whole summer or do I want to start my career right away? And I was so split down the middle because I kind of knew that I wanted to go to the vineyard and experience that. But I am just so I'm kind of a competitive person. Actually, I don't know why I said competitive. Kind of. I am a competitive person. And so I like saw all of these people getting jobs and I'm like, well, I could get a job too. Like, I want to get a job. I like, I don't want to be left behind. I don't want people to think that I'm just like not getting a job, you know? And so that was just like such an internal battle. And I knew that whatever decision I chose, it was going to like, it was going to affect the rest of my life. Like that sounds dramatic, but it's true. And so I was just so split down the middle and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I remember I was like talking with my parents about it and they were like, well, I mean, they were going to be supportive of me either way, but I remember my dad was like, Ariana, like you have your entire life ahead of you to work, but this is like your last really like last summer, you know? And he was like, and you're still going to be working up there. You're still going to be saving money and you never know who you're going to meet up there that might be able to help you get a job down the road. You know, you just don't know you're, you're going to be swimming in a whole different pond of people up there. Like I had never been um that far north even like I'd never I'd never been up to New England and so that kind of put things in perspective and I was like all right yes I'm gonna do it I am gonna live the summer in Martha's Vineyard I'm gonna work I'm gonna be with my one of my best friends and we are gonna work together and I'm gonna do it and so I said yes to that and that was like the biggest yes of 2019 I would say and I'm so glad that I took that kind of like leap of faith because I just can't even imagine what my life would look like like my life would be so, so, so different right now if I did not go into the 
go into the vineyard, if I didn't go and work at the vineyard this summer. So I'm so thankful for that yes and that, I mean, I prayed about it and I just, I don't know, I just kind of figured it all out and I'm so, so glad that I did because my life, I mean, I wouldn't be sitting here in Savannah, Georgia right now, I tell you that, because this job wasn't available. If I had started looking for jobs in the spring, this job wouldn't have been available, so I wouldn't have been here. So, you know, you just never know, like, what your life could look like, and I could sit here and say what if all day, but I am so happy and proud of myself for that specific yes for 2019. So long story short, I definitely said yes more. And I'm so thankful that I did. So two out of two, I did pretty good in 2019. Okay, and then my last New Year's resolution or intention for 2019 was to find out what I'm passionate about career-wise. And again, I was going into my last semester of senior year, and so I was kind of just split down the middle. So I mentioned that I kind of wanted to go into, kind of, I really wanted to go into fashion, New York, videos for that whole thing. Then I split between that and local news, but then I also was split into kind of like a sales job because I had worked for like two years at a sales and marketing internship at a local um, technology software company. Technology software company, a software company. I don't know why I threw technology in there. I need help. Um, software company um, in Columbia. And I, yeah, I was the marketing and sales intern for them, but I was more sales focused which like if you would have told me before I started that job that I would have been doing sales, I would have been like, no, like I don't do math, I don't do numbers. But I actually found myself pretty good at it. And there was a possibility for me to kind of start full time there doing um, sales. And that would be a like typical nine to five desk job where you're just like emailing people and kind of setting up um, sales calls with a sales rep to kind of sell these people our product or at least give them um, demos of the product and so that was something I think that would have been very easy for me to stick with and do I mean I still would have had to learn a lot but easy as in like it would have been comfortable for me because I had worked there for two years already and I would be comfortable staying in Columbia South Carolina and comfortable knowing the people that I worked with but I knew that's not what I wanted to do but it was still a possibility and so I was kind of split between those three things, fashion, local news, and then that sales job. And so I was just like, what the heck am I going to be doing? Like when I graduate, I need to figure it out or I need to figure it out before that. And thankfully, I was able to figure it out through that program that I was kind of thrown into. And so I definitely figured out what I was passionate about career-wise. And that really is local news. Um, of course, I'm doing it right now. And of course, it's not always glamorous. But I am passionate about it. One of the things that I love most about it is kind of being able to, number one, meet people because I love meeting new people, hearing their stories, and then being able to tell it in a way that makes other people who don't know these people care. Like one quote I always say is giving a voice to the voiceless. Like you might meet someone and they have a story to tell that's going to impact other people just like them in our local community. And if it wasn't for the news, if it wasn't for me finding them and interviewing them, they would never be able to kind of share that and kind of help other people who are in their same shoes, or maybe they're not in their same shoes, but they can help other people who aren't like them, you know? So I don't know if that makes sense, but giving a voice to the voiceless is one of the things that I like to say um, makes me passionate about this job. And so I'm so thankful that I was able to kind of figure that out so early in my life. And I'm so um, grateful for that because I know people are in their 40s and 50s and still don't know what they're passionate about and what they want their career to be. 
And so I'm just so happy that I found that in 2019. So I cannot believe that I did all three of my New Year's resolutions. I am very proud of myself. And that just gives me good, good hopes for this 2020 New Year. So now I want to get into my 2020 New Year's intentions. Drum roll, please. Actually, I don't think they're too exciting. Again, I try to make them more just generic like my ones in 2019 so that I'm able to kind of accomplish them easier. So, but they're still challenging. Don't get me wrong. I still have to kind of work towards them. So this will be kind of, this will help me be able to be accountable as well because I'm like posting myself saying them on the internet. So now I kind of have to do them, you know? So my first one, read more books. And when I say this, I don't just mean like, oh, like read, like I have a book right now, When Life Gives You Lululemons. And I think that's what it's called. It's like um, in the Devil Wears Prada series. And I love reading little books like that, like easy, like beach reads or whatever. And those are so fun. I mean, right now, in this stage of my life, I do not read at all. I'll just be honest with you guys. I love reading so much, but I just am so tired all the time, honestly. Like, I work the night shift with my job, so I work um, 2 p.m. to 11 p.m., and so when I come home, I'm so tired, and in the mornings, like, I am normally just, like, scrolling through my phone, reading the news, trying to find out, like, what's going on in this world so that I can, like, report on it later, (laughs) and so reading I read the news a lot but I don't really read books and so that's one thing that I want to try to change for 2020 but I want to read a nonfiction book specifically so back in like high school maybe like my early college days I got in this routine of reading um, autobiographies and memoirs by people and I learned so much and I just found it so fascinating to read about other people's lives um so I read like Amy Poehler um her autobiography I read um what's her name drew barrymore she has a crazy story that i didn't know about she was like an alcoholic slash drug addict when she was like 11 or something crazy like that like if you didn't know that because i didn't know that you need to go read her book i forgot what it's called but it's blue you can just google it it'll come up um and i just think it's so interesting like you think you know someone but then when you read a book about them by them you just learn so many things And it's just really interesting to read about other people's lives. And so I love reading stuff like that. And then also just reading any kind of like informational, like self-help books. I really want to read books about like um, financial, like budgeting, how to how to stretch your money, how to manage your money, all of that, because obviously I'm 22 years old. I don't know. That reminds me of that quote from Sex in the City. It's like Charlotte and she's like, you're 22. What do you know about life? That's like literally me. I don't know anything, but I'm figuring it out right now. And any kind of help that I can get, I should probably um, take. So anything like that. Also, how successful business people built their businesses. I find stuff like that super fascinating. I mean, I'm not trying to build my own business or anything, but I think it's super, super interesting to kind of learn how successful people do it. I read the, what's it called? Girl Boss book. It's like the founder of the clothing brand Nasty Gal. She has a crazy autobiography just about how she built up her business and her business is so successful now. And she literally, when she started her business was like, dumpster diving like eating food out of a dumpster because that's how like poor she was and so yeah I just find stuff like that so fascinating and it just gives you a a real perspective on people and so 
when you read nonfiction books like that, it kind of just, I mean, this is going to sound dramatic, but it kind of just shapes you into a, a different person because you kind of get kind of insight on different people's perspectives and opinions and blah, blah, blah. So anything to kind of, you know, make yourself grow into a better person because you should never stop learning. That's my motto in life. I mean, I'm not in school anymore, but I still want to keep learning and growing. And yeah, I think reading more books would help me do that and become a more scholarly, educated person in this society. (laughs) All right. Anyway, my second New Year's intention of 2020 is to change my morning routine And woo, let me just tell you, my morning routine needs some serious TLC right now. So like I said, I work, um, I go into work at 2 p.m. most days. And so you would think that's awesome that I get to sleep in so late and oh, you're living a life like no. I mean, yes, but no, because 2 p.m. going into work, it may sound awesome. Oh my gosh, like you get to sleep all morning. And I mean, I do, but I don't. So I wake up, usually I try to wake up by 9 a.m. But you have to keep in mind that I, my, our show ends at 11 p.m., okay? So I get home probably close to like 11.30 at night. I still haven't really eaten dinner at that point. I have a ton of adrenaline because I was just like on live TV for the past hour. I mean, I wasn't on TV for the past hour, but I was, you know, in the zone of being live and kind of being on my toes and going through my script and doing all that for the past hour, not to mention I was running around the city all day. And so when you get home, at least me, I have a ton of adrenaline. And so I can't just like go home and pass out. No. I, so I eat. I usually talk on the phone with my boyfriend for a little bit. And then I still have to kind of like unwind and shower and do whatever. And still then I like have to try and like watch TV or something so that I can go to sleep. And so I don't end up going to sleep usually until like 2 a.m., which sounds crazy. And I'm trying to change that too, but it's just the reality of my life right now. And so it's not like I'm getting like copious amounts of sleep every day. Um, And I still have to wake up early in the morning with enough time to fully get ready for the day. And then to also be able to kind of read up on the news, figure out what kind of stories I'm doing that day and set up my day that way as well. So my morning routine right now is a little rushed with keeping all of that in mind. I'm lucky if most days I have time to even just like make breakfast and drink a cup of coffee because I've been waking up kind of later lately. And so I have just been like downing some coffee as I do my makeup and then I'm out the door and that's just like not healthy. So here's what I want to do. I want to wake up in the mornings and first things first, pour a glass of water, maybe put some lemon in there if I'm feeling extra healthy, but at least drink some water because I'm really, really, really bad about drinking water. So that's number one. Then as I'm sipping that water, I'm going to juice some celery. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to be really healthy and juice some celery every morning, hopefully. I got a juicer for Christmas and I... I mean, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've only made the celery juice once so far because it's really gross, but I'm going to like force myself into liking it. Um, But I have like five, literally five bunches of celery in my fridge right now. So with that in mind, hopefully I'll be able to convince myself that it tastes good and start juicing it every day and getting used to the taste of it. Because if you don't know, it has so many benefits, like it's seriously so good for you. 
And so um, Google it if you don't believe me because I don't even know. It's just like good for your digestion. It's good for bloating. It's good for like hydration, I'm pretty sure, vitamins, all that. So I'm going to be juicing that. And while that's juicing, while I'm drinking that juice, I'm going to have my coffee brewing. And so another goal with this is just to kind of fuel up on liquids so that I can stay hydrated throughout the day. And so I'll have my coffee brewing. And as I smell that coffee, hopefully that's going to encourage me to finish my celery juice so that I can reward myself with a cup of coffee after. And I actually got a milk frother for Christmas as well, like an electric one. It was a very kitcheny Christmas for me this year. And so that's even more of a like incentive to finish my celery juice so that I can like have a little latte, do the whole thing, you know? I'm going to have my water and then my celery juice and then my coffee and then me like on my 100% like best behavior is to make a smoothie after that. And I have a whole like routine with my smoothies. I have this like secret ingredient that I use that I will do. I will like go into full details in a separate episode about like how my like smoothie routine changed my life. Um, so yeah, smoothie. And then by that point, I'll go into work and my smoothie is my breakfast And by that point, I will have just had so many liquids that I'll feel full and fulfilled and kind of that will energize me to get me through my day. And so that's my morning routine. That's what I want it to look like in 2020. And man, I'll be drinking water throughout the day as well. And I will hopefully just look like a whole new person with celery juice and smooth like veggie green smoothies and water. You guys probably won't even recognize me by this time next year. My skin will be like so glowy and so pretty and I'll be like so skinny. (laughs) I'll just be like amazing. So if I stick to it, no, really, I think that it'll be um, really good for me. So that's what I want to do because right now I just seriously don't drink water and I just don't want to be like a little shriveled up raisin. You know, I want to I want to be hydrated and healthy. Okay, so then my last New Year's intention is to kind of be more active and more creative on Instagram. (laughs) You thought I was going to say more active, like working out. That sounded like that, but no, that's not my, that's not my New Year's resolution. I mean, that's something I need to be doing too, but I am just, like I said, so tired that I don't even, I mean, I try to go to the gym on my days off. Today's one of my days off. Um, But yeah, we'll see if that actually happens for now. Just the eating healthy part is what I am trying to focus on. But being more active and creative on Instagram is something that I want to do. I mean, social media is part of my job as well, if you don't know. Just because people don't really turn on the TV as much to watch the news. I mean, even me, when I want to watch the news, I don't even have cable. I First thing I do is check Twitter. I get the push notifications for all of the news on my phone. Like that, My phone is how I get the news. And so even when I'm watching myself back, I watch it on my phone. You know, it's all on our phones. So... With that, we have to be posting on social media for our jobs. I mean, not so really much Instagram. I do post some of my like live shots and stuff on there. That's, I guess, more for my friends and family to see. But posting on Facebook and Twitter is a really big part of our job. And so just being more active on social media, but then also with Instagram, kind of incorporating that into my job, but then also just being more like, I want my Instagram to be a just collection of me, which is what it should be anyway. Like that sounds stupid, but I want it to kind of be a hub for my social life, like showing my friends. I want it to be um, a hub for my work life, showing my work that I'm proud of, my live shots, my stories that I've done, and then also my other interests and hobbies like this podcast. 
um, sharing my outfits because I'm really interested in fashion and kind of showing fashion trends, showing my sense of humor. If there's like a funny meme or like, you know, whatever it may be, I want to worry less on having like the perfect like filter on my Instagram posts and just be more like me and kind of showing all of the different sides of me because that's just, I want to be me, you know? So that's kind of what I want for my Instagram. And I've already tried to incorporate some of the things like I've been sharing my outfits more, especially for work, because I love when other people, other of my friends post their work outfits, because it just gets me inspired of like, oh, well, that's cute. Like I've never thought of like, you know, getting some some colorful pants like that and pairing it and making it like businessy or whatever it may be. I don't know if anyone else thinks like that, but I just like find fashion so fascinating and it really is just like such a creative outlet and so um it just like really gives you a chance to express yourself without using any words which I think is really cool so I love stuff like that and that's kind of what I want my Instagram to be so now that we've got our new year's resolutions out of the way if you have any that you want to share with me please let me know you can always um, comment on my Instagram or message me on Instagram or whatever. I might make a separate Instagram for this podcast as it kind of gets going. But for now, my Instagram is at Ariana Mount TV. And you can always hit me up on there. I want to keep the conversation going. And I think that's something interesting about podcasts too, is that it it is kind of very one way. Like if you are making like a YouTube video or a blog or something like that, and there's always like a comment section but there's no comments on podcasts, so it's just kind of like me to you. So if you want to say something, um, Instagram is probably the best bet for that. But yeah, hit me up. Um, I cannot believe I just said hit me up. H-M-U, girl. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so lastly, um, to kind of end off this episode, I want to leave you with a quote. This is by our good friend Dolly Parton, which I think it was just her birthday recently because I saw a bunch of people posting stuff about her, Um, but I found this quote actually before all of that, so I guess it was just a lucky coincidence. So she says, find out who you are and do it on purpose. Let me say that one more time because it's just so good. Find out who you are and do it on purpose. And I thought this was perfect to end this first episode on as we talk about ourselves and our new year's intentions and everything like that just kind of starting off this new year and new decade hello 2020 to just find out who you are really sit down and reflect especially if you haven't come up with your new year's resolutions yet find out who you are or who you want to be kind of figure out what you need to do in order to achieve that and then do those things on purpose make them your intentions because you you can't make a change if you just sit there and do the same thing. You know, you have to change comes out of your comfort zone or when you step out of your comfort zone, I should say. And so figure out who you are, who you want to be, and then kind of make those intentions and do them on purpose. So I thought what a perfect way to end this first episode. And I hope it leaves you kind of feeling inspired and motivated for this new year. And um, to listen to this podcast even, I hope it feels gives you that inspiration to continue coming back here each week and hearing my ramblings and what I have to say. Yeah, I hope that just kind of leaves you inspired because that's what this episode was about, is kind of introducing this podcast, number one, but then also inspiring you for the new year. And I hope it brought you the perfect amount. Woohoo! All right, come back next week and listen. (laughs) 